This is the Ops Authority Podcast, where my mission is to break down the backside of your business so you can take the right actions to grow and scale. Hey, I'm Natalie Gingrich, a small business operations expert, and I'm going to give you a front row seat to real solutions that will help you reach the vision that you have for your business, all while equipping you to put out those inevitable pesky fires and those fears that pop up. Listen in for strategies to grow your team, craft the systems and processes that you need for your business, and establish business foundations that you may have skipped over. I know you're ready to do really big things, so let's do it together. Hello, hello, friends. Welcome back to the Ops Authority Podcast. I'm your host, Natalie Gingrich, and today we have something that is really actionable, something that you're going to be able to listen and turn into action. And it's likely going to solve a pain point that you have experienced or may experience in the future. In today's podcast, I am going to give you five steps to landing your next operations role. This actually could be for any role, but since you're here and hanging out with the ops authority, we're going to focus primarily on operations roles. So as a service provider, we spend so much time on creating offers, on setting up websites, and perfecting our sales call language. Am I right? I know that that's what we train, we work with our students on all the time. Our community is about 70% is made up of our business builders. So operations-focused people who are taking their skills and creating a business to sell services in the operational space. And then about 30% of them are employee roles. And this content, this podcast today is for both all of you guys, regardless of the path that you are on. But as service providers, if you're selling your services, we spend a lot of time doing those things that I just mentioned. And it's all part of the game of business. But in today's very short podcast, I'm going to remind you of another opportunity that's available to you and to everyone else to be able to help you secure clients and work in the very near term. The whole process of securing work should really be looked at like a push-pull system. Pushing would be going after clients and pulling would be looking for opportunities to apply to. We tend to get very siloed in our thinking and in our approach. And what I mean by that is that you're only going to be pushing or pulling. But frankly, pushing can get exhausting and leads to burnout. And sometimes pulling can be exhausting because of the interview process. So I really believe that there needs to be a mixture here to help you sustain the ups and downs of business and career change and life change and all of those things. But if you need a fresh way to approach securing work, I want you to continue to tune in today. Before we dive into today's podcast, I would like to invite you to come over to theopsauthority.com forward slash 10, the number 10, one zero ways, 10 ways. There we are going to give you a free guide to help you with how to find higher quality clients. You know, today we're talking on the podcast, we're talking about how to secure your next gig, your next role, your next client. But we also have this guide for 10 ways to find higher quality clients. So they go hand in hand with one another. And I invite you to go over there to theopsauthority.com forward slash 10 ways. You can download that guide and apply those pieces to what we're talking about today. Again, hand in hand and a really, really solid source to help you get going, finding the clients that you want. 
Alrighty, back to episode number 150, where we're talking about five specific steps that you can take to land your next operations role. I've mentioned this before, but there are tons of business successes happening in the world and in the marketplace right now. More than ever before, actually. Businesses are scaling at a rapid rate, and to do this, they have to have operational support. Their teams are going to be growing. Their product suite is growing. The amount of marketing and outreach that they're doing is all increasing. That's what happened when scale is occurring when scale is also happening that we as a team are trying to find efficiencies and productivity savings that we can add to the business so that we can allocate more resources, whether that's time, people, money, to the scaling efforts, the expansion efforts that are taking place. So your skills right now, your operational skills are needed more than ever before. That's why our work, the work that we're passionate about with certifying directors of operations continues to grow as well. The need is there. I want you to trust yourself, trust your skills, and know that the marketplace is needing what you have. So if you're in a season when you're trying to sell your offer and those sales are not finding you or you're not exactly clear on what your offer should be, or heck, you just want to change a pace, I'm inviting you to follow these five specific steps. Alrighty, the very first one, I want you to get your trusty notepad, maybe your digital notepad and follow along with me today. This is going to be an action-filled podcast. It's going to require you to take action. So go ahead and join me on that. Take out that piece of paper or digital paper and let's get to work. Step number one, I want you to write down your core skills or the disciplines that light you up. What is it that you like to do? Some examples for us in the operations space, do you love doing project management? Do you like doing program management? Are you a someone who loves customer experience, more of the account side? Do you like human resources? And if you do, what inside of human resources do you love? Do you like strategy? Do you like finance? Do you like data? There's a lot of work underneath the umbrella of operations. So you can go wide and list operations, or you can go more narrow underneath that umbrella and put in one of those areas that I just mentioned. It could also be process. It can be technology. It can be IT. It could be so many different things. So I want you to reflect to yourself, what is it that you like to do and make a list? It can be long. It doesn't have to be It doesn't have to be anything, actually. I don't want to say it has to be long. It can be anything you want it to be. But I want you to do a self-assessment on where your strengths are, what you enjoy doing most, and jot those down. For step number two, I want you to create another list of the job titles that correspond to you, your talents, your history. If you are leaving corporate and you've got a job title right now, write that down and then also list some of the titles that you were wanting, you aspired to grow into. Look around at your colleagues and see what they are doing. If if there's a job or a role of interest to you, write down that title If you're not in corporate and maybe you've never been in corporate, then jot down the titles that correspond to the items you listed in number one. If you said project management was a skill or a discipline that you enjoyed, then a title would be a project manager. If you wrote down HR, then maybe you want to write down human resource manager or human resource business partner or 
talent acquisition leader or recruiter. I mean, there are so many different things here. But for step number two, I want you to create a list of job titles that correspond to the things that you listed in step number one. If you listed operations like more general, then I would encourage you to put down operations manager or operations director, director of operations, even chief of staff. That would be something that ties a the title of chief of staff would tie together a general operational skill set with strong communication skills. So, you know, there's a lot of things you can put online business manager here, you can put business manager, there's a lot of titles that will help you in this search. So step number one, write down your core skills, the skills that light you up. Number two, create a list of job titles that correspond with those. Number three, I want you to go to these three places. LinkedIn, ZipRecruiter, and FlexJobs. These are all job and role marketplaces, meaning people, companies go to these sources and look for talent here. So let's go to LinkedIn first. I'm gonna walk you through this step-by-step and I want you to do this. If you're at your computer, you can literally have this podcast playing on your phone and following along on your desktop. Actually, You guys are probably fancy and know how to play a podcast on the background on your device. So you could probably do this on your phone as well. (laughs) All right. So you're going to go to LinkedIn. I want you to click on jobs. If you're on the mobile app, it's going to be on the lower right-hand side of your screen. Click on jobs and then click on search jobs at the top. From here, I want you to enter in one of the items that you wrote in step one from your core skills. Remember that could have been project manager, HR, strategy, finance, data, operations, Put in one of those where it says search jobs. For me, I am writing in operations. Then it asks you for your location. And I want you to do everything that we're talking about now for both searching locally for you where you live and also in your country. So for now, I'm going to leave it to the United States for me. And when I click enter at this point, I have 1.5 million roles to consider. So I put in operations and United States and it generated 1.5 million roles for me to consider. But obviously that's way too many roles. So I wanted to refine that. To do that, I want you to use your filter options. And this part is awesome. I think that this is the best juice or power that these tools have. Some additional tips from me here. In my opinion, I would adjust the filters in this way. There's about 10 different filters that are available to you. These are the four that I use and just wanted to share these with you. First of all, the date posted. The newer jobs are going to be most actively searched and the job employer is also most actively searching for you. So I adjusted the date posted to within a week. Next experience level. This is going to help you target your level and kind of minimize that list from excluding some entry level roles, at least in my case. And so in this example that I am doing right now, I selected mid-level director executive because I wanted to see only those particular areas. The next is job type. It gives you options of part-time, full-time, temporary contract, volunteer, internship, For me, I entered in full-time. And then probably the most significant here in LinkedIn, it gives you the opportunity to search for on-site or remote. If you were like me and looking for a remote role inside of the United States, then obviously 
you would select remote. This is a relatively new field for LinkedIn and it's really, really helpful. It's perfect for many of you guys that are listening today because this matches what you're wanting to do. Most of you guys are going to choose remote, but you can also choose a hybrid. It gives you the opportunity to choose a hybrid role, which is one that would require travel and could still be something that you really enjoy depending on the stage of life that you're in. So again, those four filters in LinkedIn that I like to use are date posted, experience level, job type, and on-site or remote. Again, for my search, I chose within a week, the mid-senior level or higher, full-time and remote. Remember, I had elected operations at the search jobs field, as well as United States. With all of that criteria and those filters set, the results gave me 19,430 options, guys. These ranged from people-specific, product-specific, process, financial operations, even some marketing, some inventory, lots of logistical roles. Most of these roles were for mid and large size companies, but there was a sampling of some small businesses. Across the board, they had some really generous compensation of six figures plus. So that is what my results yielded from a very quick search on LinkedIn. Now, 19,000 jobs are available to me to apply. Now, I know that not every single one of those is going to be a job that I like, but this gives you a phenomenal picture. It paints a great big picture of what's available to you. Now, you can start adding specific things in here, looking for maybe a particular type of industry that you like, or maybe it's a geographic location. Whatever filter you want on top of this, this is the baseline. Now, you can go even deeper. And last thing about LinkedIn, and most of the most of these platforms are likely going to have something like this, but at the bottom of this app, you can choose to get alerts for what you have set. So those filters that we just put into place, the job title that we that we entered in, the search jobs field, you can save that, and then LinkedIn is going to contact you on a weekly basis for any jobs that come in that really look like the jobs that you're looking for. So it's a win-win. Right now, you just have to set it up and then it will continue to come to you. So now I'm going to adjust the search that I just shared with you and I'm gonna add additional titles and skills. You know, those things that we listed from step one and step two. Here, I put in director of operations where it says search job. I put in director of operations with all of the filters I just mentioned to you. And I got a result of 1,303 options for me to apply to. Now, these are looking at director specific roles. They're remote. They're roles that would really light me up. So it's eye-opening to see that we feel like we are so alone, like we don't have any opportunity, that no, nothing's ever going to find us. And here I put in some very specific criteria with a very specific title and ended up getting 1,300 options. Now I put in project manager and wow, again, 9,000 plus options for work are available to me. One of the things I love about doing this is even if you're not looking for work, I love to see my value. I'm putting in my skill set and some astringent criteria, and I'm seeing in my face the amount, the magnitude of opportunity that's available. I dig into each of these because we're curious. I mean, heck, we're looking for work. So when I click into these job descriptions, I am reminded of the terminology that different companies use. 
I can swipe that. I can use that same language when I'm having conversations. I can put it in my resume if that's something that you wish to put together. I can use it on my website. But look at these job descriptions. I think that you're really going to learn a lot about the field of operations when you look at these. I'm also reminded that these are skills that are needed by a lot of people. Because when I click on these job descriptions, one after the other, there's quite a strong theme of leadership, of strategic partnerships, of, you know, needing someone at the next level, of needing someone who is a strong project and people manager. These are all things that we teach inside of the Director of Operations Certification Training Program. So it's just nice to see that those are the core skills that are needed in the marketplace. So just validate yourself. Look at these job descriptions and know that these are the places that you already shine. And if you're seeing things where you're like, hmm, I wish I had that, now you know where to go for additional learning and development. The other thing that's so cool is to see how much remote work exists. I just gave you the numbers of of a very specific search and I was only looking at remote work. I mean, if we're seeing 9,000 project manager jobs available, full-time jobs available and 1,300 director of operations full-time jobs available, these are all remote. We can do these from our home. We can still provide for our families. We can still contribute to our livelihood. We can still use our education, our training, our experience, our passions, and still earn a very, very excellent wage while doing this from home. Alrighty, this was a long step three, but I walked you through how to do this on LinkedIn. You could do something almost exactly similar to what we just described here on ZipRecruiter and FlexJobs.com. They have filtering capabilities that are comparable to LinkedIn as well. All right, so step number four, moving right along. Step number four, another suggestion I have for you is not to forget about sites like Upwork, WeWork Remotely, and TopTal, like Top Talent, but they just, they go by TopTal, T-A-L. All of these are search engines for work and they can be awesome for full-time work, part-time work. And what I particularly love about these platforms is there's a lot of fractional and project-based work here. So that may be the type of work that you're looking for. You may already have a client or two and be looking for a little bit additional work. You can go here and pick up projects that don't feel as heavy as a full-time retainer. So they do have a mix there. I I do want to be clear that they have both full-time, part-time, fractional, you know, some project-based work. But these sites are really specific to the environment of remote work. The fifth step I want you to do, and this is the last step for today, is to make a list of recruiting firms in the industry that you are interested in. For example, if you like the online and the coaching consulting space, then I want you to stay tuned to the hiring authority. We post many of our roles on theopsinsiders.com. It's our private Facebook group. It's also where we continue to connect on this podcast. But we also want to, because we know that you guys are operators, we place our operational roles inside of theopsinsiders.com. There are tons of firms that do this. And if you already know the industry that you want to go deep in or that you're passionate about, then look for recruiting firms in that space. I mean, they literally have them for creatives, for marketing, for operations, for literally, you name it, they have an operations firm for it. I've seen them for construction, for oil and gas, for IT. So 
do a little bit of work there. And when you find those, that's another source that you can go to when you're looking for work. Alrighty, to summarize really quick, first of all, I want you to write down your core skills. Number two, create a list of job titles. Number three, head over to LinkedIn, ZipRecruiter, and FlexJobs. Do a filtered search. Look at the opportunities that you have there. Number four, you can start looking for project work or add some project work by going to Upwork, WeWork Remotely, or TopTal. And number five, what are some recruiting firms or agencies that are specific to the industry that you are in? Make a list of those. And now you have at least seven, eight, 10, maybe even 15 places where you can go to look for work that is specific to your needs. After we complete our free trainings, which we do about four or five times a year, we ask our participants why they didn't join us in the DOO program. We get three themes of responses every single time. And one of those themes is that I need work now to make money so that I can invest in your program. They're so anxious and excited to come to us, but you know, they want to protect their family. They want to protect their finances, which I will always support. So I wanted to create this podcast for you guys today that are listening, that are in that spot, not only to join us, but to genuinely deeply help you to solve a pain point that is plaguing you today, that is creating stagnation for you. We want you to be your next best self, and this is a step for you to get there. The other reason that I recorded this podcast is that I'm seeing a shift in our own community where DOOs are looking for opportunities rather than selling their offers. There's a season for everything. And one way is not superior to another. So, you know, we have our private alumni group, and sometimes we'll have people who come in and say, you know what, I'm getting rid of my business, at least for now, I'm putting it on pause, I'm going to go look for a full time job or a part time job, because that's what my life needs right now. I want to affirm to every single person here that this is called a pivot. This is not a setback. This is not a failure. This is not burning it down. This is a pivot. And as a person and as a business, we are going to pivot our entire lives. You can look around at any business in the market today. You can be affirmed that every business has pivoted so many times. It is the lifeblood of business and life, really, to continuously change, improve, perfect, get closer to your next best self. That's going to require pivots over time. So if you find yourself in a place like this, just know it's a pivot. It's happening. It's okay. I wanted to bring light to it because if you're feeling the nudge, it is absolutely okay to secure work in a different way than what you're doing today. The great thing is you can likely be even more successful, be less stressed, have much higher margins because you're not having to pay for people to help you. And so many other blessings come from looking for work in this way. All right, before we wrap up today with episode number 150, I want to remind you of the ops activity. That's something that we give you every single time to take action on the conversation that I shared with you today. Today, in this specific case, we have five different steps that you can take to look for your next operations role. And for the ops activity, I want you to do what we talked about in step number three. Go over to LinkedIn, create that job search 
with the filters that you like and what I want you to report to us inside of our free Facebook group called theopsinsiders.com. I want you to tell me the number. I shared those numbers with you of the searches that I performed. Find your most perfect role and tell me the number of results that came back for you. All right, so LinkedIn, complete the search, Tell me the number, how many roles were available, and post that inside of theopsinsiders.com. I can't wait to see how helpful this is and any other ahas that you experience as you do this search. I am always enlightened when we do this. I walk our students through this on a regular basis, especially for those times, and maybe it's more on a one-on-one basis when people are feeling discouraged, like they don't have the right skills, like they don't have what it takes. When you do something like this, I believe that we are all renewed and invigorated for the opportunities that exist. Ladies, there are so many opportunities to match your skill set, your particular needs, your quantity of work and hours that you have available. There's so much out there. Let's utilize these tips that we've shared today. And I'd love to see how many results you get. Head on over to theopsinsiders.com. And friends, I will see you back next week with an interview. Thank you for investing just a little bit of time to listen to this episode of the Ops Authority Podcast. I am so grateful to be surrounded by real action takers like you who are invested in growing their business through operations. Will you add one more action to your to-do list today? Visit theopsauthoritypodcast.com where you can join our community of business owners and other ops experts. You're going to hear from me in a week, but in the meantime, do big things on the backside of your business.